This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Now, if you don't know, Dr. John Deloney has his own show, aptly named The Dr. John Deloney Show. And John, you get a lot of calls about narcissism. And that can be a squishy word. People have a lot of opinions on what that means. Can you help us understand this? Yeah, and we got this article here um, about narcissism and how they they have toxic money habits that often oh. go ignored or, or unnoticed. But I think it's important to step back and say, okay, what's a narcissist? That's a word that is way overused in our culture. It's just someone I don't like. It's, it's, it's a narcissist. We have a lot of jerks and a lot of exhausted people. A pathological narcissist worthy of the diagnosis of narcissism personality disorder and PD, like that, that's a, those are very different levels. So uh, clinically speaking, uh, Narcissistic personality means someone has a very inflated sense of self-importance, a need for admiration, a lack of empathy. As my friend Dr. Cloud, Henry Cloud says, narcissistic people need to feel special. They have an inflated self-worth. They're always looking to feel better, and they will use you mm. for those means. To right? prop them up. You're a pawn in their scheme. It's, think of a dementor. I'm going to get my spirit and my self-worth by taking from you. That happened in Space Jam. I remember that. They suck the powers from the basketball. Just trying to connect and relate here, John. It's all right. To who? To like hey, kids eating cereal? Space Jam fans, they understand. Oh, my gosh. Leave it to George to bring this back to a Lucky Charms commercial. So here's the deal. So you've got folks who um, are jerks. We've got folks who are rude. We've got folks who are struggling with things, and they, they can lash out at people. They can hurt other people. Narcissists spend their life always trying to fill ex- internal holes with external solutions. I'm going to I need everything from you. I need everything from this. They're going to they're going to they're going to try to look a certain way even though they're not paying their bills, right? So we circle back to and this. And I assume it's never enough because they're not actually It's an endless. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a facade to cover up for somebody who's really hurting. Um, and it's a way to create space and to look the part here. But it's just this pervasive sense of of this fantasy or this behavior that I'm better than everybody and everybody around me. And there's a lack of empathy and it goes on and on. It's this we've been around people who have these fantasies about success. What are you talking about? Like I, like yeah, my job. I'm this. And I don't. I don't think that's the case at all, right? What a narcissist often does is it makes you. They make you feel crazy in their presence, because they talk so emphatically about how great they are and how wonderful they're doing and how great their money is and how incredible their sex life is, and you begin to think like I, I'm not seeing that at all. I thought you were an assistant manager. And I know you assistant make assistant to the regional to manager. the regional, and I, I know you make forty one thousand. Like I don't, and so you begin to feel crazy, yeah. right? And that's why gaslighting is so important. It's such a particular part of narcissists. But so we we land here with these five toxic money habits that often go unnoticed or ignored. Um, in this article here from from uh, CNBC. CNBC, so it says number one, narcissists are often secretive about their finances. They keep you in the dark. They say things like, let me be in charge of the finances so you don't have to stress about it. And this can happen in business too, right? Um, A narcissistic co-founder might casually tell you, the article says, since you're the creative genius, I'll just manage the boring money stuff, which is an an incredibly subversive power move to take over the control. There's a lot of deceitfulness. A lot of deception happening. It's about getting power, right? Number two, there are only 
generous with money in public. Spending large amounts of money on others um, can be a way to get people to like them, but then they're really stingy in private, right? Um, they might cover dinner for colleagues or give gifts just for the show, and then their wife is like, hey, uh, the kids need some clothes, and they're like, oh, you don't figure that out on your own, right? That's narcissism. So a lot of showiness happening here. That's right. Um, they're, they're willing to do it, but as long as other people see it. Because the purpose of covering that meal is not to honor and love and serve the people who are at the meal. It's to demonstrate to the room how great and important wow, and well John's such an amazing guy. That's so right. generous. That's right. Yeah. Number three, they skimp on the essentials here. So they can be grandiose when it comes to self-serving, unnecessary spending, like buying designer watches they can't afford. Uh, we see this a lot with, um, I've got six figures of student loans, but I've got this Mercedes and four rental properties that I've bought on, because I want to have this appearance to show the world how great I am. Um, those in intimate relationships with them may have to quietly save money on the side. I hear that a lot. Mm. I have to create a separate world so that I can live, right? Whether that's people avoiding abuse, that's people avoiding um, starvation, right? I got i I'm pilfering money over here into a secret account so the kids can have clothes for school, that kind of stuff. Um, and it just doesn't even enter the mind of a narcissist, right? So this is like, I'm wearing a Rolex, but my spouse is complaining that the car is falling apart. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I need my Rolex. That's right. Because fixing that car does nothing for my image out into for the public. For your reputation. Yeah, that's mm. right. And number four, they're hypocritical. Uh, most narcissists believe the rules don't apply to them, um, even though they are quick to enforce them on everybody else. They may... A narcissistic partner may freely spend on themselves and regularly join uh, blow the budget, and they turn around and criticize you for you bought that shirt, and you're thinking you just bought another car, right? And it's this, it's it's so hypocritical, and it's often so disproportional the response to what actually happened. Well, and this is a lack of integrity. Right. There's no consistency here. Right, right. And the final one is they are punitive with money, and we see this a lot with narcissists. They weaponize money. They use it as a way to get things. I've heard this done. Um, well, we didn't sleep together this week, so no money for you this weekend. Or um, if you don't do this or this or this, y'all, we're not going on vacation, right? It's a it's a tool for punishment. Um, they may plan something really luxurious for your birthday. Let's say the article says here, and then after an argument, they're going to refuse to pay for the expenses, leaving you on the hook because you signed up. You, like, go ahead and book those tickets. We're going, baby. And then you you book the tickets and you get in a fight. And like, I'm not paying for those tickets. And now you've got a mess, right? Mm. So here's one important um, caveat about this. We are real, real bad in our culture, George, about quarterback um, diagnosing our friends and our loved ones ourselves. Um, it's the uh, WebMD effect or the Google effect. You can put any number of, of things like my partner does this, this, and this. Well, they may have an, any number of, of things, right? Any number of diagnosis. I would say don't do that. Don't do that. If you are wondering if you are trapped in a relationship with somebody who's not safe, A, focus on the behaviors, not the diagnosis. If someone makes you feel unsafe, if they're making you feel crazy, if they're gaslighting you all the time, if they have put you in a position where you can't pay for basic necessities, go reach out and call a professional ASAP, right? Because you're not safe. Leave the diagnosis to the psychiatrist, the psychologist. Let's focus on the behavior. And if you're not safe, get out of that situation ASAP. So as you see these symptoms, 
it's obviously you have to create some boundaries and have some really hard conversations, which is not easy with a narcissist because they're it's the, virtually impossible. They're the kings and queens of spinning things and That's making right. you feel crazy, like you talked about with yeah. gaslighting. So, what is the right way to approach that if someone's like, "I think this person's a narcissist. How do I get them out of my life or keep them at bay?" You, you need to go talk to a professional counselor. You need to go get with a couple of friends who you trust who aren't going to be. Um, yeah, yeah, not those kind of friends, but ones that you can sit down and say, "Hey, here's what's happening in my life." Am I, is this normal? That's the most disconcerting or heartbreaking thing when you talk to somebody who's in a relationship with a true di- a narcissist. They come to you saying, hey, can you help me because I'm not good enough? Or, hey, can you help me because I'm really struggling um, to be a good wife or a good husband? Um, and you listen to their story and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not normal, right? Yeah. And so if you feel like you are the worst husband ever or the worst wife ever. If you feel like you can never do anything right or you find yourself secretly hiding money, not because you're lack integrity, but because you're trying to make sure the kids have clothes, go talk to a professional counselor ASAP. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.